0: Here's Christoph with today's episode. Let's go. Hello everyone, it's Christoph Trapp. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Business Storytelling Podcast. Today I want to talk about my philosophy of content marketing, marketing, content performance, really any area where we have to create content to stay relevant with people, to stay in front of people, and to share the stuff that drives business for our companies and that's of course getting harder and harder everybody is doing that and you know everybody can just start like think about what i'm doing right now you know i want to do a live stream i just do a live stream i want to do a podcast i record the podcast at the same time i want to blog about it uh same thing i'll just blog about it and then i start sharing it and if i have some money available i'll put some ad money behind it ad funds and distribute it further. Right. So more and more competitive that's okay competition um, hopefully helps us get better content that's not always the case but it could be in theory so let's talk about the five pillars that i talk about of my philosophy when it comes to really any content any marketing any content marketing digital marketing even when it comes to newsrooms now Uh, When I look at the overall, my overall career, you know, it's kind of evenly split between newsrooms and marketing and digital marketing, content marketing. So they all intersect. They're all very similar. Yes, there are some uh, specialties that you need to know. Uh, So, for example, um, a good content marketer will probably never write an expose about anybody, right? But a good journalist at The New York Times certainly will. Uh, So there are differences uh, when you get to the uh, ends of the spectrum. But overall, good journalism is also good content marketing. And good content marketing also can be good journalism. So they're very, very similar. Um, Like uh, they're they're kind of twins, right? Uh, Maybe not identical, but certainly very, very similar. All right, let's get going. My philosophy, number one, content performance matters and so that doesn't mean we have to drive ourselves crazy but when i publish articles i look at are they performing why are they not performing what can i learn what can i do different the next time content performance matters if you write stuff that nobody reads is it really good content and the answer is it might not be now of course today the answer a lot of time is it depends and that is true Um, you know you can write good content but if you're distribution strategy uh, blows you're not going to get in front of anybody right i mean i'm talking about um so i have a couple books one book has actually sell sold pretty well and you know it's it's not going to win me any literary prizes but it's kind of interesting and i was really good distributing it so end of story slightly above average content there uh, good distribution strategy and I sold some copies. So there you go. How about that for an admission? Talking about admissions, that is something that we'll get to here in number three. Uh, It is very important in my philosophy that we have to be open and we have to be honest and we have to uh, admit our mistakes. Now, sometimes mistakes are debatable, certainly. So we have to have some ground rules, um, but it is important to think about how do we talk about Uh, This didn't work. That didn't work. Sounds good. I got it. Caught the mistake. Next play. Run the next play like a football team. All right. We'll get there when we get there. But content performance today matters. So uh, any content creator who who doesn't look at their numbers or who doesn't care about whether or not anybody is reading their stuff, uh, really, it's really going to be hard to make it work in the system because You know, I'm looking, uh, I'm trying to help get the performance of content up. Now, there's different levels of performance, right? So back in the day when I was a um, print journalist, basically what happened is um, I I wrote an article, and how many people read it? 81,000 or whatever, 86,000. And that's, of course, the print circulation number. And nobody knew how many people were reading anything. I know they got those surveys and whatever, but I mean... How do you know, right? It's perception. You don't know until you actually measure people's performance. Um, but there is value in anecdotal evidence. And I actually have blogged about this over on authenticstorytelling.net. Uh, you know, a lot of people saying that I write, I or whoever, somebody writes good content and somebody shares good content really is. A measurement and we should feel good about that it's okay 10 people said they love my content one person said they didn't now the one person don't overweigh it right i mean just because they disagreed i mean more and more people want to read what they want to read and they want to care uh, they, they care about what they care about and they they really want to you know have um they, they want to so that's that when it comes to content performance anecdotes anecdotes matter But what also matters is, are people reading it? Are are articles getting page views? So I was just looking at my page views. The average article has like 1,100 views, not a bad average number. But there's also a couple articles. There's like four articles that have um, um, 200,000, 150,000, 100-some-thousand, so a ton of traffic. So you can imagine, I also got some duds, you know, like 10 views, 20 views, Um, uh, most of those hopefully are early on, um, but they do exist. So, um, content performance does matter and, you know, uh, there's different ways to do that. Creating more content, um, creating different content, updating old content. And that brings me to my second point, innovation. So back in the day when I started in journalism, there was really only one way to, uh, get content Out there, right? You have to create new content. You write a new article. The weather is terrible in Iowa. You write a new article um, every year. Same article, basically. Different snowfall totals. But of course, when it comes to digital content, you can update existing content. You can create totally new content. I do remember I was actually on an assignment, and I already had an article on the topic. um, So I thought, well, I don't want to write the same article, and there's really not much new that I can say about the topic that's not in the, in the article already. So I took my virtual reality camera and I shot a virtual reality video of the area, and I used that in addition to the article that was already written by somebody else, like two years ago. But it was still accurate. So why reinvent the wheel? Innovation matters, guys. I I love. Um, debating like i'm right and i also love listening like i'm wrong so innovation comes down to um you know trying new things challenging things not just challenging oh my goodness um, i don't like this guy because he is bald or i don't um you know i prefer to um to sit in the green chair versus the blue chair not those kind of things i'm talking about um Challenging strategies and then moving things forward. So Disney and Pixar, they call that plussing, right? So if I say, hey, I want to do... Let's pick on the topic of podcast. I want to do a podcast. So I decided to do a daily podcast, Monday through Friday. I already invited some guests, uh, some some big names coming on the show. So be excited. I am excited. They are doing some awesome things. So looking forward to having them on. So basically... The initial idea is to do a podcast. Then the plus idea, which is what we're currently doing, is to do a live stream of um, the same podcast. Now, I'm not the first person to ever do that, but I haven't done that in a while, and so my setup currently is I have the iPhone, which is recording the podcast, and then I have the iPad, which is doing the live stream. And so that's kinda how that's currently set up. But if you were in a team meeting, right, you might say, somebody might say, I want to do a podcast. We should do a podcast. Somebody else might say, instead of saying, no, podcasts stink, which they don't, um, they might say, what else can we do with a podcast? So, so the innovative ideas are you could do a live stream. You could do a video. I was thinking about that. Uh, don't really like myself on camera as a talking head. Uh, talking heads is not the best video use, in my opinion. Um, but that is an option, right, to do video. If you have a guest in studio, do a 360 live stream. You can do that now with an Insta360 camera. They got the cheapest models are like 60 bucks now. Uh, So no reason not to think about doing that. Then the next step could be the next plus. Hey, why don't we take the content from the podcast? We do an article. Awesome. You know, this is like basic innovation. What else? Okay, let's split up the article. Let's use pieces of the article for social media. Let's use it in the newsletter. Let's um, uh, write a book at some point when we have enough on a topic. You see, you see my point. How do you build on each other? And also, if something isn't working, bring that up, right? Uh, the content performance, if it's not working, how do we move forward from that? Which brings me to pillar number three. Next play mentality. Back in the day, I was on Teams you know, they would fret typos. And repeat, I, re- I will repeat this. I'm not a fan of typos. They happen. The other day I was talking about TikTok and I misspelled TikTok. It's a T-I-K-T-O-K. And I spelled it T-I-C-T-O-C. Totally should have known better, but it happens. Typos happen. Twitter doesn't have an edit function. So guess what? I couldn't edit it. And then a couple people were, you know, getting on me because I made a typo. One person said, um, the little star, TikTok, they alerted me of the typo. So that was nice. That happens. So I'm not a fan of typos, but they happen. But back in the day, you know, we might fret a typo. Oh my goodness, we have a typo. Oh. Whew. Whose fault is it? Uh, probably everybody who looked at it, quite frankly. Um, and maybe the workflow needs to be improved, but just fix the typo, right? So in the case of the tweet, I couldn't fix it. There was no edit button, but I, I saw another typo yesterday on something. And so I just fixed it. Edit, fix, next play, move on. Run the next play. There is so much happening. And if we're not running the next play, guess what? Somebody else will. Uh, so what's the next thing we can do? Pull up number four of my strategy, uh, this can be harder than it sounds Um, it is a little bit of a cliche number four getting the right players in the right seats so you do hear me talk about you know i i do try to make things sound simple so telling stories recording a podcast um, shooting video shooting 4k video editing video which you can now do on your phone with adobe rush Um, disclaimer this is not sponsored by adobe but You know, I mean, there's all kinds of tools that you can use to make content creation relatively easy. But at the end of the day, you still need the right people in the right seats. And whether that's um, video producers or strategists or, um, you know, uh, people who optimize content on the website or writers, writing still matters. I know I just wrote about automation over on AuthenticStorytelling.net, but you know, I mean, even the chatbot writers have writers. <laughs> so writing, I mean, seriously. So writing still matters, right? And it's not like it's it's, gonna go away, it's going to go away tomorrow. The thing is, people still need writers. And I, I do believe uh, most teams, the bare minimum is that, that people need to be able to write. So um, if they can't I don't know how they can tell stories. Now, there are some ways around it. You can record podcasts. You can do other things, more multimedia, which wasn't an option back in the day when I grew up in print journalism. But end of the day, who are the right players? Who are the right players? Are they in the right seats? And really, you know, most teams, I am pretty sure I have an article on um, the different roles of a content team. But you need people producing the content. You need also people playing the content. That can be the same people, quite frankly. You need people editing the content. That also can be the same people. Just because um, your title is writer doesn't mean you can't edit somebody else's article, right? I mean, um, you you can, and they can edit yours. Um, But we also need people editing. We need people um, posting and optimizing. And then also, and optimizing, some writers can do it, but it is really a different strategy it's it's really a different skill set honestly from writing um so i would usually still recommend to have specific people in those roles Um, and then syndication strategists which can also be the digital strategist of course but they put it out in the newsletter they test things in the newsletter they test subject lines they test headlines you know um So syndication matters, content matters, and also we're the right people in the right places. And how do you move forward from there? Number four, my strategy definitely involves constantly looking at what's working and what's not working and updating. Back, um, you know, one time I worked for a publishing company here in Cedar Rapids and, you know, I shared ideas every day shared things every day. Here's what's happening. Here's what's going on. And I did that every day, every workday. And then basically um, somebody one time said, well, you never share anything about print and print is still a big um, factor. And it is. But the reason I don't share things about print daily, because print doesn't happen daily. Digital happens daily, right? Um, So um, I certainly shared things about print as well um, at this company in, in, in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. But but print didn't happen every day, right? So I shared something once a month, and then there was nothing else to share for another month until the next issue came out. Um, but at the end of the day, we want to look at what's working, what's not working. Um, how do we know it's working? What's the goal, right? Content goals have never been harder. I mean, seriously. Today, we're thinking about driving people to... Um, read content and and buy something or consider us, depending on where they are in the journey. So something to think about, that's my, um, those are my five pillars. Uh, Content performance, really how do we integrate that? Number two, um, how are we innovative? Well, we're getting the work done and trying new things. Uh, And certainly that's an important thing. Number three is really the next play attitude. Something doesn't work, don't fret it, move forward, run the next play. Like a football team, and at some point hopefully not doesn't apply to every team, but hopefully at some point you win a game um, number four you know right players in the right roles um, the the one thing I want to mention on that quickly back back in um, when I was in a in a print with a daily print publication, what happened is they had some really Um, good writers who were really, I mean, in my opinion, they were really good. And back then the content performance wasn't quite as advanced as it is today, but basically, you know, people said, well, they don't really care about digital. And I always said, well, I don't care. I don't really care if they care about it, but their content still performs. So get it up and get it out, you know? So, um, so there's value in people creating content that is in depth, thorough, and, um, goes from there. And then number five, constantly look at the results and move forward as a team. Those are the five items. Um, Thanks, everyone, for listening. Another episode of the Business Storytelling Podcast coming up soon. This podcast is also being placed on ChristophTrap.com. As you know, currently I'm looking, I'm in the market for a leadership role in marketing content um, newsroom, Uh, or you know those kind of roles so so probably something like the the chief marketing officer role chief content officer role chief digital officer role or related right there's so many different titles I can't list them all until next time thank you for listening on the live stream and also thank you for listening on your favorite podcast app that's a wrap thanks for tuning in Please rate and review our show on your favorite podcast channels. And don't forget to share this episode with your networks. We appreciate you. Until next time, let the best stories win.